Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sacred Space Podcast. My name is Gina Stockton, and I'm excited you're here. This is the rest of the conversation with Ali Ash about prayer. Uh, Last episode was called Prayer Begins Here, and I wanted to lay the foundation, a very basic foundation for what is prayer and why do we pray? And that foundation started with who God is and who He isn't, who we are and who we are not. God is good. He's a loving Father. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, but He's kind, and He's pursuing us, and He is love. He's not an angry punisher. He's not a genie in a bottle. He's not distant and disengaged. He's not a cosmic force. He's a person. And we are loved, we are seen, we are known, we are chosen, we are not a mistake, we're wanted, and we're being pursued. So prayer is simply a conversation. It's relational, it's not transactional. And in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about then what is prayer. If those things are true, if God is loving, if I'm His, if I'm loved by Him and prayer is a vehicle of relationship, then what does it look like to pray? So Ellie and I spent a little bit talking about some practical things and how those play out in what we do when we pray. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope that maybe you receive some freedom and permission to step in a little farther, maybe go a little deeper in your personal prayer life, to know that prayer isn't reserved for people who are pastors and leaders or people that seem very spiritual, that all of us are designed and created to have intimate relationship with our Maker, to hear His voice, to know Him, and to be heard by Him. So sit back and relax and enjoy this episode of the Sacred Space Podcast. So with all of that, we do want to hit like some just practical things. So now that we understand that we've maybe had a misunderstanding, now that we've kind of debunked some of the baggage or at least addressed some of the baggage and and maybe debunked some of the, the myths, We have talked about the truth of who God is and the truth of who we are, and those have a lot of layers. And let me just say, when when you talk about, um, for those of you who are Christians and have heard some of this language before, we talk about transformation and, and, and growing more and more into the image of Jesus. It's not about perfection. It's about removing all of the the barriers and the false things and the lies and the distortions. It's it's writing our understanding of who he is in us. And the more and more we that becomes clearer, the more and more we reconcile those things, the more and more we can receive who he is and his love for us and that we can ha- receive who we are and have grace and forgiveness for ourselves and other people, then we're going to become more like him because we're joining with him. That's yes. all that means. And so practically what does it look like to pray to have a healthy prayer life right and i would start at the beginning well first of all very simple you don't need fancy words no (laughs) and you don't need ritual Mm -hmm. and hear me clearly i'm not saying that those are bad i'm not saying being someone who you know 
Um, we have a friend, Justin, who sometimes when he talks in praise, it goes deep and like, wow, what it was, I don't even understand that. That was amazing. <laughs> my prayers don't sound like that. My prayers don't sound like that. I teach prayer classes and I've had so many people, oh, Gina, I wish I could pray like you. You know, it's not about mm-hmm. the, the eloquence. It's not about the fancy words. Some of the most powerful prayers are two or three words it, right. it, that doesn't have to do with any of that. It's about the mm-hmm. posture of the heart. Absolutely. And and written prayers, liturgy, those things are not wrong. I think mm-hmm. there was a whole movement, kind of seeker movement in the church in the 90s and stuff that kind of ter- shunned liturgy um, as being very religious. And yes, it can be. Mm-hmm. Anything can become religious, right? Right. Religious is a mindset. It's it's going away from relationship and into the transaction, right. right? And like like you said, Gina, it's it's always about our heart. Yeah. And so when you when you say, you know, well, why do I have to pray then if God already knows my heart? Well, prayer changes us. It keeps our heart soft towards God and also towards the people that He's put in our lives. So, prayer is is powerful not only for us to posture ourselves to hear God, but also for, for him to continue to, to soften our hearts towards those that, you know, we, we are the, the salt of the earth. (laughs) We are, we are, you know, walking, um, testimonies to God's goodness and his love. So, so prayer surrenders our heart to stay soft towards others as well. Well, and I, I would take that farther and even Mm -hmm. say it's a vehicle of relationship. Yeah. So if I'm in a relationship with someone mm-hmm. and I never engage that relationship, then I'm lying to myself. I'm not in yeah. a relationship. Right. Um, I'm married to my husband, Norm. I know him. Now, a lot of you can know him. He's a bass player. You can Google him mm-hmm. um, online and Google Norm Stockton, and you can learn a lot about him. You can mm-hmm. learn a lot of information that he was born in Japan, that he plays bass, that you know that we've been married you know, 28 years right. or whatever. But you don't know him because mm-hmm. you're not in a re- intimate relationship mm-hmm. like I am. We've uh, we can finish each other's sentences. We mm-hmm. go to a restaurant, and I know exactly what he's going to order before he orders it, because we've put that time into investing, knowing mm-hmm. one another intimately. But even in that, I can Norman, I could be home, and we can be sitting on the couch watching TV and be in each other's presence but not be in each other's presence. Mm -hmm. I can be beside him and not choose to be with him. Mm -hmm. And so prayer is a vehicle of relationship. Mm -hmm. It's engagement. It's not just knowing that he's Mm -hmm. there and and going, well, he knows I'm here. Mm -hmm. It's going, hey, you're Mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, what do you think about this? Where are we going? I'm struggling with something. What what are you seeing? Are you you with me? How good you are. Um, It's it's allowing him to be with you mm-hmm. and you intentionally being with him. Right. And it's revelatory yeah. when we step into that. Yeah. It really opens up and awakens this whole other way of living because how often do we say out loud or do we hear others say, I just want to have peace. I don't want to feel anxious. You know, I just want to feel like I'm walking out God's will for me. I just want to know what God's purpose and plans are for me. Well, this is the vehicle yeah. to those answers. Prayer. Yeah, that's good. Prayer is is the most vulnerable and authentic way. We put all of our desires on the table and we ask God to meet us there. And then as he meets us there and only the way that he can, our heart starts to turn to where now we're either desiring something different because that's that's what prayer does. It, it aligns you to God's will. It aligns you to God's ways. 
or we're feeling peace, even though none of our circumstances have changed. Mm, good, yeah. So there's still chaos all around us. But now because we've opened our hearts up to that vulnerable place of prayer, knowing that God is safe, knowing that his presence is with us, knowing that he's relational, now all of a sudden we're experiencing the peace that surpasses understanding. Yeah, that's good. And that's what we all desire. And it's not a one-time thing, man. No. It is, for me, the practical side of it. I have, my husband and I have three boys. There are days where, you know, whether it's because of family stuff or, you know, like like we've mentioned, what's going on in, in the world or just our neighborhoods or whatever it is, I'm putting my hand up multiple times a day saying, Jesus, help me. And that's my prayer. <laughs> yeah, It's not this 20 minutes of opening up my Bible and finding this perfect little spot in my home where no one will interrupt me. It's literally yeah. moment to moment throughout my day of putting my hand up in the air and saying, Jesus, help me. Yeah, and it, good. it breaks me in a way where now all of a sudden it's not Allie being stuck in my processing. It's bringing the the truth that God's presence is already with me, but because yeah. I'm aware of it now, it changes everything. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. You know that when you say that, it gives me that image of, of if you're a parent um, or an aunt or an uncle, um, we've almost all had a, a situation when our, our kiddos are tiny and we could be at a amusement park or at the beach or something in that, that moment where they suddenly they were kind of doing their own thing and suddenly they realized they're not sure where we are. Mm. We can see them, but they can't see us. And that terror and that panic and that, mommy, you know, that scream. And, yes. and, and it's, it's kind of that thing. It's, it's like it, it awakens us in that moment of fear and anxiety to, no, 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 I'm right here, yes. you know. Yeah. And that's, that's that, that kind of um, loving intimacy. So prayer, no need for fancy words or ritual. It's just simple. Mm. Be, it's simple. just talk simply to him and be mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. I think um, we think we need to have these beautiful religious prayers that sound good and holy, but God doesn't need that. He's not afraid of our honesty. I think that's right. a huge, huge barrier. Mm-hmm. People think that I need to put on this front, but God is God. He already knows. Right. It's it's just about being with him and right. being honest to him and letting him be honest back. So there's mm-hmm. no... Um, it's okay. Right. It's okay if you swear. <laughs> it's okay if you say something. It's okay if you're angry. Right. Like the most significant prayer life is people who are willing and able to yes. be honest with themselves and with the Lord. Yeah. So those are big things. And so here's just a couple of things. If you if you're wanting to just like okay, I don't know where to start or what to do. Here's just a couple of very simple things for you. First, just stop. Sometimes it's just the the chaos in your head, the the thoughts that are going a mile a minute. It's you're busying yourself and avoiding the things that are hard. Just stop. Right. Take a moment and breathe. Take a deep breath. When we slow our breath down, it just kind of calms. It slows our our heart rate. It calms our, our thoughts and our emotions. Start with being thankful. If you don't know where to start, start with being thankful. And sometimes when we're in the hardest places... It forces us to find something. When we have a laundry list of everything that's wrong, but we make ourselves stop and search for something to be thankful for, it reorients us. So start with thanks. And that gives way to praise. What is praise? It's just acknowledging and thanking God for his goodness and who he is. I'm telling him you love him, telling him thank you, telling him that you're grateful for the things that you see that are good. I want to keep this out of um, religious vernacular and, you know, I can go into very lofty words, but it's simply just saying, oh, 
Mm-hmm. You're amazing. And yeah. you're God and I'm not. Right. Your ways and are not my ways. Not and my ways. And, and look, the sun sets and the sun rises faithfully and you're faithful mm-hmm. um, regardless of where I am mm-hmm. emotionally, regardless of the circumstances in my life. You are the same. So praise. Again, it's reorienting or refocusing us, getting our eyes, lifting our eyes from the earthly things kind of up. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes if I'm stressed out and there's a lot going on and, you know, driving in my car and you see maybe the chaos around you or, or the ugliness or the busyness, traffic, whatever it is. And sometimes I'm just like, lift your eyes, Gina, just lift yes. your eyes and just lift your eyes up a little bit to the sky, to the tree line to mm-hmm. see. It's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. whoo, you know, it's not as chaotic as it feels right in front of my face. Yeah. Adoration is a part of praise. It's pouring out your affection and your love towards God. And these are things that it's okay if you don't understand what that is. It's going to grow naturally as you lean in and get to, as you invest in that relationship, just like a, a marital relationship. As you tend to them, they will grow. Worship. Uh, worship is really posturing ourselves that he is God and I am not. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to worship you because you are holy. You are good. Yeah. Um, you are worthy of my attention. You're worthy of my affection. Right. It's that It's that posturing ourselves in humility and, and worship and, before And I him. would add, even if it's not words, a lot of times for me, my body will represent mm, good. where I'm maybe um, not allowing God so if I'm if I'm hunched over, if my neck's sore, you know, if my eyes are down, sometimes just that is is enough for me to realize, Allie, you can step into a place of worship and that posture looks like my arms are up, my hands are up, my chin is up, I'm standing a little taller and a little a little straighter because now I'm fully surrendered to God in in not just my words, but in my posture. And that can feel awkward a lot of times. People, you know, it it feels awkward to open up your arms and to lift your chin to the sky. But man, that posture for me, at least, it it puts me in a place of receiving where now I'm just envisioning him Mm -hmm. pouring his love into me. And I'm receiving his love in ways that I wasn't um, making myself available to before when my body is, you know, is tight and curled up and my head's down. So being aware, sometimes our body is one step ahead of us. <laughs> so yeah. if you can be aware of that, like Gina said, just stop, breathe, uh, find something, multiple things that you're thankful for. And that posture of your body can help you step into a place of worship. If you don't have the words that yeah. you you're looking for in that moment. Yeah, that's good. And, and even in that it's different for all of us. Mm-hmm. Like, um, for Allie, it could be like, oh, if I'm hunched down, then that's a closing yeah. off. And so I need to stand up. For yeah. some of us, I'm standing up and I need to right. bow low and I need to come down. So this isn't a prescription. This yeah. is this is freedom. This right. is meant for releasing. There's no, um, there's no formula. I think as people, we just want a formula. I mm-hmm. think that's why we fall into ritual so easily because right. it's like, just give me the list of to-dos. Yeah. We want our checklist and then we've yeah. done all the right things. But there's so much freedom mm-hmm. There's so much freedom. And then as you do these things, 
intentionally listen. Mm -hmm. So when you posture yourself and you can get into this mode of of just thanks, and uh, and none of these are like spend 20 minutes doing each of these things. It's just, it's really just aligning yourself. Take some time to listen. Um, So go on a walk and um, put in some worship music if you want, or instrumental music, Mm -hmm. or no music, silence. Just take some time to just listen. And listening isn't waiting for some, you know, the the skies to part and thunder. Mm -hmm. It's just um, giving space to allow the Holy Spirit to direct your thoughts and your right. mind. Um, you'll be surprised at the things that come up, the, mm-hmm. um, the things that you might think of when, when we orient ourselves on Him. It just changes our perspective. And you may, mm-hmm. it could be through just an impression, through a thought that comes to your mind. And I also want to encourage you too that, um, and I said this in the podcast with Pete and Patty Shambrook, I brought this up, but I think as, if you're a believer and you've been in church for a long time, there's like talking about quiet times and everything. We can get very legalistic about we have to sit and we can get very upset about distractions. Oh, we got to keep my mind focused on, on prayer, on this, and all these thoughts are distracting and I need to stop thinking about all these things. But I just want to say you have permission to and have grace for that because those things may be the Lord speaking to you. If, if a friend comes to your heart all of a sudden you haven't thought about in a long time, maybe you're supposed to give them a call mm-hmm. or send them an encouraging text, or maybe you're supposed to pray for them because they're going through something and, and you have no idea, but now God's right. made you aware that, you know what? Hey, now that I've got your attention, pray for your friend right. or give this person a call or um, maybe you're maybe suddenly you're you're remembering something you said to your husband or your kids the day before that mm-hmm. maybe you shouldn't have said, and now all of a sudden you're trying to have this right. prayer time and you're bothered by that. That right. could be the Holy Spirit convicting you that you know what you probably need to yes. go say you're sorry. You probably should go and ask for forgiveness. So that's what listening means: right. paying attention, right. paying attention to what. Uh, you're mm-hmm. thinking, what you're feeling, what you're sensing. And and then um, the other thing is just be with him. Right. Just start to acknowledge and recognize, wow, Lord, I'm so, look at where I'm at. You're here. Mm-hmm. I can sense your presence. Thank you for, thank you for putting Allie on my heart today. And, mm-hmm. um, and he's done that. I like, I'll, I'll text you like, yes. Hey, thinking about you this morning, praying for you. Um, and then invite him in. Right. Um, and that's been a big, you know, I've been walking with Jesus for a long time and I have to remind myself that, okay, Lord, you and me today, like, mm-hmm. what are we going to do? What are you doing? Like, hell, I need you. I need you. I've got meetings today. I've got a, you know, I've got friends coming over. My house is a mess or, um, my daughter's going through something like I need you to help me. I need you to be with me so we can do this together. And that, that changes everything. Yes. I just want to bring us back mm-hmm. to prayer is a gift. Yeah. It's a vehicle of relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not transactional. Right. God is on the, he's real. Right. He's loving. Mm-hmm. He knows you and he sees you yeah. and he wants to be a part of your life. Right. Bottom so line. Try it right now. Try right yeah. now. It's good. After this ends, you just say, Lord, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to talk to you more. I want to hear your voice more. I want it to be relational, yeah. not so formal. I want to grow in my understanding of who you are so I can understand who I am and yeah, what you've good. called me to do. Yeah. Because, guys, that's the truth. Like He has good plans for us, and yeah. He promises to never leave us nor forsake us, and He's given us a helper, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So as we you know, soften our hearts, and, and even if 
I use that word, and, and I realize some of us might have really hard hearts mm-hmm. towards God or towards others. That's okay, too. Yeah, It is the powerful work of God that we just won't understand and, and until we're face-to-face with Him of how He softens us, but He does. And, yeah. and we can turn towards Him even when we don't think we're worthy um, yeah. because he, he loves you, and that's irrefutable. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Thanks, Allie. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the conversation. Yeah. Love you a lot. Appreciate you. <laughs> Love and, you too. Uh, the ministry God's given you. So mm-hmm. thanks for being here. Thank you. He loves you, and that's irrefutable. I hope that you can receive that. And I hope that this podcast was encouraging to you and maybe is giving you permission to go a little deeper, lean in a little bit more. I hope that maybe this is giving you confidence that you can come boldly into his presence. And I want to encourage you in a couple of things, especially if maybe you've been feeling distant from the Lord, or maybe you've never had a relationship, and this has been the beginning of that for you. And um, if you don't have a Bible, get a Bible. You can get a Bible app on your phone, they're free, or dust off the one that's under your bed or on a shelf somewhere, and open it. Start reading the Gospels. The Gospel of Mark is one of my favorites. The Gospel of John. Read Psalm 139. Read the book of Ephesians. And as you begin to do that, just say a simple prayer. Say, Holy Spirit, speak. Lord, reveal yourself to me. And then I want you to have a journal and I want you to write stuff down. As you read, what jumps out at you? What encourages you? What confuses you? What frustrates you or convicts you? Start to write those things down, underline them in your Bible, and start to have that conversation with God. If you've learned anything from these two podcasts, I hope it's that prayer isn't just a laundry list of things that we need, it's a conversation. And so as you read God's Word, start having that conversation with Him and allow him to speak to you. I think you'll be surprised at how he shows up. It's time. It's time for God's sons and daughters to not have their relationship with him be dependent on a church program or a Bible study that I go to every week. Those things are important and they're good and they're powerful. 
but they can't be a substitute for that intimate relationship with him. So Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that you would pour out your presence and your spirit. God, would you woo us to yourself. Lord, would our foundation be strong? Would our roots go deep into you, the truth of your word, the power of your presence, the foundation of your love? God, have your way and speak to your kids, we ask. In your name, amen. There's a couple of things I want to share with you. We're very excited that we are in hopefully the final stages of production for the Dwell Project. The Dwell Project is a collection of guided scripture meditations with music and also a journal, a prayer journal that accompanies the meditations. We've been working hard. And first, I just ask for your prayers as we wrap that up and and get to the finish line. I pray for resources of energy and time and money to get it finished so that we can get it out to you because I really feel like it's important and um, it's a significant tool to help all of us engage with God's presence, engage with his word in a way that um, maybe we've never done before. Also, we've had a lot of requests for the prayer class, and I am hoping to schedule one for August or September. So if you are interested in that, drop me a line. You can shoot me an email at gina at genastockton.com. You can click the link in the episode notes, and I would love to hear from you. If you would like to help support the production of this podcast, things like the Dwell Project and the prayer class, you can make a tax-deductible donation to Stockton Ministries by following the links in the episode notes or going to my website, GinaGinaStockton.com, and clicking the donate button in the top right-hand corner. Well, I pray that you would know how wide, how deep, and how high God's love is for you. I pray that you have an amazing week, that even in the midst of all that's happening in the world, that you are listening, that you're leaning in, that you are trusting and believing that that Jesus is on the throne, that you are loved, and um, that he wants to use you in powerful ways in his kingdom. God bless you. Have an amazing week and we'll see you next time.